1: Welcome to the HP Podcast, your weekly show about video games. I'm Ben and with me here today is my lady Brandon. Hello, kind sir. And I said my lady because Brandon <laughs> is wearing that uh, he put on about 30 seconds ago. Yeah, like as you guys were like testing and like clap syncing, I saw this in the corner of the room and I had to, had to help myself. You know, in, in a house like this, owned by Dustin and his wife. You would assume there'd be a fedora too, with the amount of anime. You're gonna find a lot of fedoras in this house. Um, But no, I just had to indulge. (laughs) So, you know, something else that's in this room right now uh, is Dustin's wallet. It's just sitting out on the desk, a foot from my hand right now, and that's either because he's uh, really trusting of us, and like you know, he he knows that we're not gonna steal from him, sure, or it's a trap. It's a trap. No, I actually thought it was like actually perfect because i can't i I can think of many times when i am at the computer Uh and like trying to type in something and then i have to walk all the way to the bedroom yeah to get my wallet yeah on my nightstand well i leave my house like twice a week fair enough Uh, pretty much and um so my wallet is on my desk the rest of the week but then i have to remember that it needs to go with me when i go (laughs) places. so it's it's a good and bad kind of thing so yeah Dave is also with us. Dave, where's your headwear? Why aren't you wearing a fedora this evening? I have just a regular old hat on, uh, which I don't. I wear hats like a couple times a year, but lately I've been wearing them um, because it's cold. And Brandon is wearing a fedora, but you have no hat on.
2: It's funny. I had a hat on when I got home. I had my Milwaukee Brewers hat and I I took it off because I was inside the house. Uh also I don't normally wear hats around you guys and I got a bit of a headache too. I don't know if hats actually cause headaches, but I can't help but feel like the, the thing against your forehead isn't helping, so I took her off.
1: I don't know if hats cause headaches, but I know that they exacerbate mine. Like I will be wearing a I'll like have a slight headache and I'll have a hat and then I'll realize like, oh maybe if I take my hat off and then I feel better. So yeah. yeah. I don't know.
2: I'm with you there. There's I'm probably some there.
1: science behind it, but mm-hmm. Science is for chumps.
2: Yeah. Um. Brandon. Yes. Is I I can't. So okay. A little bit of uh, Ben's favorite word here. Uh, inside baseball in the show, so we can see each other. Yes. Uh, and and Brandon Wait, is why always. Is my,
1: why is that my favorite word?
2: You you've used that term several times.
1: Uh-huh. I really like it, but I, I just, thought you I, were mocking me.
2: I coined it from you, but yeah. every. No matter what, every single week where Brandon is sitting, his face is obstructed by the microphone. So all I can see is like the bottom of his face. So that's better, but obviously now ben, ben can't talk. But is is that the fedora from the Cursed PlayStation? Yes,
1: it, it is. is. And I and I think it's existed in this room since that skit. I'm not I'm not lying because both fedoras are actually in here. Um in the corner over here. They must have been underneath the couch or something, but uh, yeah, it's more of a lifestyle, really. Uh, you know, I just don't know why these ladies don't give me a chance. I'm a really nice guy. I dress nice. Um, I'm very interesting. I read a lot of books. Chivalry's not dead. Um, well, you look good. You look good. Yeah, I know.
2: I thought I recognized it though. That's a bit of a way back playback, but I'm yeah. sure those videos are still kicking around. The, no, the-
1: dude. What a keen eye, Dave. Yeah. They're out there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. If, um, if you've never seen them and you just want a little bit of a throwback, just just YouTube uh, YouTube search the Cursed PlayStation, Handsome Phantom, or something like that, and you'll probably find them. We did a series of like four or five of those, Dustin, Brandon, and I, and uh, they were fun. I don't know if they were good, but they were fun. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it was mostly just like a big gag for us. Um, there's been videos like that since, since high school, and it, it was just really fun to kind of keep that up with the show. So. Yeah gentlemen let's talk about video games but before i do that and this wasn't planned i just forgot uh patreon we have a patreon over at handsome patreon.com handsome phantom you can go there and sign up for as little as a dollar a month get ad free early access to the show and uh we have a discord for free Handsomephantom.com discord sign up be a pal hang out with us a giant truck just rolled by outside love that when that happens yeah According to gamer.com, speaking of the gamers, the gamers, the ga- what, a, what a weird choice for a website. name. I know. According to gamer.com, Xbox's gaming and hardware revenue was down 13% last quarter. Ouch. This was posted uh, about half an hour ago. It's no secret that Xbox has been lacking big first party titles for quite a while now. And though it's ardent defenders will claim it doesn't matter. Its earnings from last quarter are almost... Definitely being affected by it, revealed by Microsoft CEO Sadia Nadella, both Xbox's gaming revenue and hardware revenue declined by 13% during the holiday period last year compared to the same period in 2021. It also revealed that Xbox's content and series revenue services revenue declined by 12% as well due to lack of first party content and lower monetization in third party content. However, it's also been revealed that this number could have been much worse had Xbox Game Pass subscription numbers not have increased during that time. If you take an interest in the gaming industry, then hearing this news probably won't be too much of a surprise, etc., etc., etc. Are there actual numbers here? There, I saw numbers earlier on how much uh, Game Pass increased. Um, but Dave, I want your take. Uh, we talked just very, very briefly before the show. Everything else in Xbox's ecosystem went down, but Game Pass went up. Why?
2: um i we talked about this before the show and the first thing that jumped out to me was it's got to be high on life because it's just you know game pass has just been kind of bereft of anything substantial and and high on life just kind of broke onto the scene for so many different reasons and um you know i'm not saying there isn't other stuff to play on game pass but every once in a while you need one of those Um, titles that everyone is talking about to kind of spike the numbers. Um, So I got to think that that bump is because of that. And people will stick around because they will see how many other good games are there. Um, Persona obviously got a lot of attention when it came on uh, just last week. But it's interesting that um, you've got Game Pass subscriptions going one way and hardware going the other. Yeah. So you have to think this is people who probably were previous subscribers or, you know, just have had the hardware for a long time or PC users um, who are jumping on the game pass to try something out. So it's interesting, yeah, but even, even like I I think the hardware is the primary way to get people into the ecosystem. Um, And considering that 2022 was probably the easiest year for people to be able to get the hardware compared to the year before. um, It's obviously a little concerning that, you know, Your your numbers are shrinking, but, you know, we know what's happened with Xbox with their first party title. So I think next year is going to be different, but really interesting to see subscription going one way and hardware going the other.
1: Brandon, is it concerning that Xbox's revenue all over is going down? Uh, Overall, I should have said. uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's concerning for them. I mean, I'm sure somebody there is concerned, but I'm not worried about the company, obviously. You know, Uh, Game Pass really is the golden ticket. We've been seeing that for years now. Um, and I feel like we're going to continue to see that growth, um, in that direction. Uh, you know, I'm not surprised. I agree with Dave. I think the people that got the hardware, got the hardware early and trickled in after that. And it's kind of been a little bit slower. And I know anecdotally, I, I personally was able in the past year and a half, two years to find an Xbox sooner than a PlayStation. Right. So like people were able to get their hands on them just slightly sooner. I think, um, and, yeah, this just goes to show the behemoth that Game Pass is. I mean, if it's one of the biggest sticking points for your company, I mean, it's really showing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's something we've been kind of talking about for a while now. But um, I would say also so, a question I want to ask you guys is, do you know when the Bethesda games came to Game Pass? Um... Because you said high on life, but in, and I'm not saying I don't agree because it did break records. But was that not in the past year? What? The Bethesda games, most of them coming on to Game Pass. You know, all the Fallout. Yeah, we're talking about a quarterly report here. Oh, it's just a quarterly. Yeah. My, my apologies. Compared to the year before, I think. Gotcha. It's the quarter compared to the year before See, and that, the previous quarter.
2: I think they must be, because I, I really struggle to believe that um, Q3 2020 uh, three, which is what they would have been reporting on was better for them than Q3 2022 because that's the, like, last holiday they had Halo and Forza. Yeah. So I, I think, like, it's probably much better to compare uh, Q2 to Q3 because I, I, I would be extremely surprised if they had more new subscribers um, this holiday than the one previous.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. Personally, I also think it does have something to do with Game Pass Ultimate. Um, I feel like there has been a massive push in the past couple of years. Like PC, there's been an insane growth in PC. Um, You know, year after year, it keeps getting larger Um, as the cards become more available and things get cheaper. You know, that is one less sale for Microsoft, and that's maybe one more sale for Game Pass. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing. Um, But you know, I did it myself. I have Game Pass Ultimate. I had it for a couple months now. So goes I'm, to show. I'm pulling up another article here that, that maybe will help us. This is VGCharts.com. It says they dropped 13... Gaming and hardware revenue drops 13% in December quarter. That's Xbox significant. Game Pass sees growth. Um, 13%? Xbox gaming revenue declined 13% year over year. From 5.44 billion to 4.76. The revenue decreased 12%. Hardware revenue decreased 13%. But there was a new record for Xbox with 120 active million users. There were also new highs for Game Pass subscribers, and monthly active users surpassed the record. Uh, So. I don't 100% think yeah. it, they said outright exactly I mean, how many... At the end
2: of the day, as long as that monthly active users is yeah. is staying, that means that there's, you know, that growth is coming from people who probably jumped on board last holiday and are still sticking around. And then something like High on Life, as an example, comes out, and then new people are coming around. And I, I think it's important to know, I, I did say that, you know, hardware is the the primary way to get people into your ecosystem, but... I think what Microsoft has done, and Sony has started to follow suit, is um, a, diversif- a diversification of that. So it's like you don't need to have an Xbox anymore to actually get on Game Pass. And if that many more people are jumping onto the subscription service via PC, then it's just that much easier to get into that ecosystem. So I think they've got, done a good job of of kind of diversifying that approach a little bit. And I, just, you know, we know Sony is trying to um, emulate that. So it's good to see that I think this is positive for
1: Microsoft yeah. yeah and I mean there's has there been a reason for people to want to buy hardware recently just availability but yeah. everybody who really wanted one well and probably has found one by now well that's so what I'm saying you're like you're the god new of people yeah like the god of War bundle yeah you know maybe someone wouldn't consider buying a ps5 but if there's a a good game with it you know you're going to love and you're going to get to flex your new hardware. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like there is something to be said there as well. So Sure. Uh, there's an Xbox God of War bundle? No, that oh, okay. there is not a game equivalent or even close <laughs> that's been uh, released by them in many years. I think there's not a game been released by them in many years. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's obviously not true, but it's been a while. Dude, Playground is shaking a while. in their boots right now. I know. They're so mad. Speaking of sales numbers, just really quickly, Detroit Become Human via their Twitter account. Well, it wasn't Detroit Become Human. It was um, Quantic Dream that announced it, but said, we are proud to announce that Detroit Become Human has officially sold over 8 million copies worldwide. And keep in mind, that's sold. That's not just for PlayStation Plus. Isn't that part of the PS5 I think so. Like where you get all the free games if you have a PS5 and PS Plus at the same time? I think so, yeah. Brandon, you played Detroit Become Human. Dude, I love that game. I knew you did. I love that game. I've started it multiple times and not finished it. Yeah, but I've never purchased it. Oh, really? I mean, I have access to it. I don't. I don't know why I would buy it. Yeah, that is like the best version of that type of game. Yeah, things like Until Dawn are like the closest you can possibly get, but hold some of that old jank in them, and I love them nonetheless. But Quantic Dream really did a beautiful job, and I really just want them to keep spreading their wings. Yeah. So, Dave, what what uh, what's happening next with Quantic Dream? They're doing a Star Wars game, aren't they?
2: Yeah. Um that's interesting. I've I I think one of the things I've I really liked about their games is um that they've really been able to take ideas that were original in their own and and make something cool and and provocative out of it. So I'm excited that they're going to do something interesting with the Star Wars um universe. I hope they do something outside of the Skywalker saga. Um I don't know if they're going to have that kind of freedom, but um i hope that they're still able to kind of flex their their creativity and stuff with whatever they're working on with star wars so um maybe we'll see more of it this year uh e3 something like that who knows yeah i would
1: love to uh i did just read a thing and i don't know if this person knows what they're talking about but one of the comments is and this sounds right to me as someone who has worked in playstation's um back end i must have backside that's a little different But it says free copies are entitlements to a player and are counted as a sold copy, which I think is technically correct, whether or not they're counting it in this. But I think they so that may count for the PS5 thing I was talking about. Also, I think Epic gave it away. Mm. But I feel like I don't know. Either way, 8 million people own the game in some way, shape or form. No, that's good. Man. So, yeah, that's really it's a good. So it's a, it's a milestone that they wanted to celebrate and they get paid for those copies, whether or not the person pays for them or not. So no, exactly. Yeah. Okay, Brandon, uh, we're gonna start off with you on this one. Okay. Uh, this comes directly from Crystal Dynamics and it says final update on the future of Marvel's <laughs> Avengers to our amazing to our amazing community after two and a half years and introducing 12 of Earth's mightiest heroes following update following update 2.8 on March 31st, we will no longer add new content or features to Marvel's Avengers. All official support for the game will end on September 30th. Even after official support ceases on September 30th, both single and multiplayer gameplay will continue to be available. Update 2.7, which added the Winter Soldier Hero and Cloning Lab Omega level threat, is the last new content to be added to the game. No new cosmetics are coming to the marketplace, and all final balance updates will occur in Update 2.8 in March. Along with the end of development, we'll also be turning off the cosmetics marketplace when the update launches on March 31st. Credits will no longer be purchasable and all remaining credits will be converted into in-game resources to aid the ongoing adventures. Then they give a table to show you how they convert and everything. They're also. um, As a show of our appreciation for our community, starting March 31st, we will make all the games marketplace challenge card and shipment cosmetic content available for all players for free. Yes, all of their paid content as of March 31st will be free. So don't buy anything between now and then. Every single a- outfit, takedown, emote and nameplate from the marketplace challenge cards and shipments will all be free for players from the state onwards. If you own a copy of the game, gifting the full library of marketplace cosmetic content is a way to thank our community by letting everyone experience the breadth and depth of content in Marvel's Avengers, etc., etc. <laughs> so, Brandon, I don't think you ever bought any DLC or outfits or anything, oh, no. but uh, no, no, no. <laughs> How do you feel about the game shutting down? I know oh you haven't played God. in a long time. Honestly, I'm just glad to stop hearing about it uh, <laughs> at won't. all. You I won't. wanted to leave the ethosphere. I wanted to be launched into space and never hear of it again. Did um, they ever release Spider-Man? Yeah. See, that's, how, that's how long yeah, I've been out of they it. They released Spider-Man and the swinging mechanics in Fortnite were better than the swinging <laughs> mechanics in that game. I do remember you saying that. Now. Seriously. Yeah. I shit you not. Uh, you know, honestly... Guys, I'm surprised it lasts this long. I'm serious. Yeah, I th- thought in my heart of hearts that this game was going to go free to play. I feel like they missed out on a big fucking opportunity. They could have made it free to play and then milked as much as they wanted out of it. And then the people that didn't want to buy it could have played it that love Avengers and, you know, love Marvel. But I have a theory about that. Really? I think they probably, this is just a total guess on my part, but I know a little bit how, how the, about how these deals work by the time that they had this had realized like we should probably go free to play, they at some point Marvel's Avengers came to Game Pass and they probably had already inked the deal with Game Pass and they couldn't make it free-to-play. and then they couldn't make it free because why would Game Pass why would Microsoft still pay them right. if I mean, who knows how much they paid them and how much more right. they could have made by having all these people play it and maybe buy cosmetics. Who knows? But right. that's my theory. I mean, hey, listen. I'm glad they're going to do a nice show of goodwill for the people that did enjoy the game by making some stuff free. And I'm going to say it again. I'm surprised it lasts this long. Um, I really thought at some point they were just going to completely cut their losses. And, you know, they had spent so much money. Yeah. The licensing alone had Seriously. to be Insane. Um, and I still would bet by the very bitter end that they lost quite a hefty sum of yeah. money, um, especially having to recoup uh, and spend all the time trying to fix the bullshit that they <laughs> fucked up the first time. So, you know, sad to see. I mean, after two years, a new Marvel game that has all of the checkboxes that you would assume would be sticking around for a long time and really just give the players what they need has ended up not being what you need. It just goes to show you can have it all, but the execution has to be there. I mean, yep. it really does. From the start, you know from close to the start, but after two years of struggling, we finally are putting this game down. Yeah. Um, We must end the suffering. Dave, you never, uh, you never, you know, spent a bunch of money because your buddy wanted you to on Avengers, but I know you're a Marvel fan. So how do you feel? (laughs) You fucker. I just had to fit it (laughs) in there somehow. It's like the worst possible segue, but I just had to fit that in there. It's probably going to be the last time we ever talk about it. So I'm willing to let it slide. (laughs) And if somehow there's a second one coming out, I'm not even going to tell you about it if I see it. I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist. Dave, how do you feel about the game? Uh, I guess not shutting down, because you can still play it. They're not taking the servers offline yet. But, you know, effectively ending... development on the game
2: yeah well i mean i i don't have the game i've never played it uh i better hurry up because apparently it's getting delisted as well i don't know if you mentioned that oh is i didn't see that even i did not yeah.
1: see that are you shitting me yeah
2: that's that's bad that uh, is really gets...
1: bad that but that's actually it's
2: like a... the kind of thing that i think we're gonna see more and more it's like babylon's fall
1: yeah, yeah seriously
2: just like these service games where it's just not even worth having around it's not like you know the game can just exist and people can play it offline but I don't know I had issues with this game the first time we saw the heroes and I I was fine with them not using obviously the the MCU characters but it, I just couldn't get over it the wish.com like feeling characters it didn't work but I it, what makes this more disappointing is I was at least hoping that Avengers could kind of stumble so that um Gotham Knights and hopefully um Suicide Squad could kind of learn and and sprint off from that. Yeah. But um you know <laughs> we're 0 for one on that so far. So hopefully um sucker punches out or not sucker punch who's doing um
1: jo- uh, kill the justice league. It's WB it's um Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Rocksteady.
2: So I mean hopefully they can they, they had enough time to kind of see where Avengers fucked up so they can make you know, a game like this, but a good one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's sad. I feel really bad for people who who spent money on on cosmetics and stuff, because some people just really like that. And then you turn around and it's being given away free. And they were very clear no refunds were being issued for that kind of stuff. So that's that's just, I don't know, buyer beware with with digital content, I suppose. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, which, uh, which PlayStation P. did you buy, Dave? You
2: Digital. I was okay. just looking at that. <laughs> yeah, I own nothing,
1: technically. Yeah. I mean, honestly, nobody does because your games are mostly downloaded anyway, but it makes me feel better sometimes. <laughs> I could hold the piece of plastic. Yeah. It's funny because I do like looking at all my games. Right. Me too. But I'm not, I usually, like, usually if I, let's say, for instance, I have Titanfall physically and I have it digitally. If I want to play Titanfall... You're not going to bother the desk I'm going to download it. No. I just want to own it. Yeah. It's like all we have left. It's literally all we have left. Yeah. That's it. Unless you buy merch. Yeah. But I just want to say something. I played a little bit of Midnight Suns. Anyone who's still interested... Now, now this was weeks back. I mentioned it on the show. Yeah. I but if you want to play a good Avengers game, and I haven't played much of this, but it's XCOM-like and it seemed instantly a higher quality and more fun. Now, this is coming from someone who likes XCOM, but maybe maybe it's good to make the switch over if you're playing Avengers. Sure. Check it out. I know it's a full price game. I'm sure it'll go on sale very quickly. These games often do. Um, but Pretty much every game does now. Yeah, except for Nintendo. But right. Yeah. Fucking Nintendo. Yeah. I think uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 is still $60. Don't say that. Which sucks,
2: because I really want
1: to play that game. I do, too. And at this point, I'm just like, I no, I'm going to wait for a price drop, even though it's what? five years old now. <laughs> when, the, when the next Switch comes out, it's still 50, $50. Because at this point, with a Nintendo game, I will buy it, and it will immediately have a sale. Immediately, if I buy it at this point. In the, right. <laughs> uh, maybe I should help everybody else out and yeah. the bullet.
2: Dude. Uh, speaking, I got to shout something out real quick, just because... Uh, I, I was thinking about um, Ultimate Alliance recently, and I just wanted to see like the game again. Uh-huh. Uh, and Mister Maddie plays friend of the friend of the show. He's got a really good yeah. video on it's. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a retrospective my on friend. the we Ultimate. Al- of the show. Yeah. Okay. He's he's he, it wasn't like a retrospective on the series, but yeah. If if it's a good video, it's yeah. yeah check it out. It's good. Nice.
1: All right, so. By Marvel's Avengers. What's Kevin going to do? Our buddy Kevin was really big into Avengers and I think spent a good bit of money on cosmetics. Yeah, it just is what it is. Yeah, I mean, somewhere he had to have known. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that with every game, really, realistically. Well, it's like, but also like acknowledge when the writing's on the wall. Yeah. I mean, it was a troubled launch. It was a troubled cycle. Uh, You know, delay after delay content. And, uh, you know, it's just crystal dynamics, man. I don't know.
2: The low point has to have been when Spider-Man finally got in the game and it just went splat. Cause do you remember how hype people were when they found out that he was going to be in the game? And I I think it was like a Sony exclusive or something. Uh
1: Yeah, it was.
2: And then they put him in and it was trash. Like it
1: just, how could they have thought compared to what we have? With Spider-Man, how in any stretch of the imagination could that? And and, I mean, they wouldn't, wouldn't have not put him in. I mean, it would, the hype was there. Yeah. But like, whenever you're comparing it to something like that, I just, it's tough, man. No matter what, it was going to be tough for them in Spider-Man. And if that was their only setback, maybe they could have went through, but it's too many to bear. Yeah. Well, speaking of setbacks and being too many to bear and disappointments. Let's talk about 343 for a minute. Uh, (laughs) Do we have to? (laughs) Last week, there were a lot of rumors that 343 was getting pulled. So there was a bunch of layoffs at Microsoft. I didn't really care to talk about layoffs, but we can if anybody wants to. But there were a bunch of layoffs, and they announced Joe Staten was leaving from 343. And uh, there were many, many rumors that 343 wasn't going to be working on Halo anymore. And 343 has come out and put a stop to those rumors and tweeted the following... Halo and Master Chief are here to stay. 343 Industries will continue to develop Halo now and in the future, including epic stories, multiplayer, and more of what makes Halo great. Signed by Pierre Hintz, the studio head. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest
2: motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
0: BP added more than $70 billion to the US economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, And starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Dave, a couple weeks ago, you said you didn't know why everybody was hating on Halo. And then a couple weeks later, you said you understood why everybody was hating on Halo. What do you think of this news? I think this has got
2: to be the beginning of the end, at least for a while. Um, This was, I kind of feel like Microsoft went all in on 343. They've had three chances now to really kind of bring the franchise back to where it was in like the Halo 2 days. And I do want to preface in, you know, I think they have succeeded in some ways. Um, I think master chief collection when it worked was great. Yeah. Um, I think the campaign for halo infinite was fantastic, even though I thought it had some pacing issues, but there hasn't been a complete package yet. And, you know, we kind of talked about this. Um, there have been promises that have been made, uh, that just haven't been delivered on. And it just, I don't know. I feel like 343 has been given more than enough chances and it's time to... Um, I really hope that Microsoft would stop trying so hard to to bring us back to the glory days of Halo and make something new. I don't know. I just... I, I think part of the reason why Halo doesn't hit the same way is because the the genre has just evolved so much. Right. Um, You know, that, that really slow TTK... Um, it just, I don't know, there's other games that are kicking around now that have just moved forward so much while still kind of holding true to what people like. And I, I just feel like Halo hasn't evolved. It's just, I feel like it's relying way too much on nostalgia and, and like, I don't think Call of Duty relies on nostalgia. Um, I think it's found iterative ways to, to keep people coming back. Um, while still feeling like what people knew and loved 10 years ago when they picked up Modern Warfare um, or Call of Duty 4. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just i, I I'm not saying I want to see Halo die, but um, it's, it's the dead horse kind of scenario, I think. Like, do you really want to give it to another developer and just see what they do with it, or just keep it on life support with whatever 343 might do? I, I really don't know. I yeah. think people are going to still play Infinite for a long time, but um, you know, Infinitely, look maybe. look at the new IP we've gotten from Sony in the last generation and look at the new IP we've gotten from Microsoft in the last generation. Like, So much time and effort has been dumped into trying to keep this thing going and it just you tried and it's not working so maybe we move on. I don't know, yeah. but it is yeah. what it is.
1: No, honestly, I kind of agree with you, Dave. I think that giving it to a new studio would be incredibly strange at this point. Honestly, and wholeheartedly, I think that there will be noted efforts to try and improve what they have now. And I think they're going to use infinite as a baseline, as they've mentioned, they're going to, they're going to continue to improve it. They're going to hope for the no man's sky effect, but in the end, I don't think nothing really matters. (laughs) That's, that's actually exactly what I was trying to say. Um, yeah, I think, it's it's over. It's just, it's not what it was. I agree with you, Dave. And I think that at some point, I think what's best, they support through this. It goes away for a bit. And then once we've recouped and we, we redesire something that we're missing and they can move forward with that and transform it in a meaningful way, as you said, Um, I think at that point, will we actually be ready for something new? But as it stands, I really do think it will be on life support for some time now. The worst part about Halo Infinite to me is that what's there is pretty good. It's just that once you play it, dude, for a little while, you're like, okay, I'm ready for something else. And it just never has. I mean, we've had things here and there. That's just the thing. The moment to moment is good, right? Like what the actual gameplay of the game is good. It just is not able to keep pace. Yeah. Somehow three four three is not able to keep pace with these expectations that are now set on video games. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you you have to go with the flow. I'm not saying that uh, every game has to adhere to every um, box that every new video game is put in. But you know, one don't promise it then. Right. And two, I don't know if you don't want to be put in that box innovate in some way change it in some way i thought for sure there was going to be some good shit coming down the pipeline you know hey you buy a battle pass it sticks around forever you can work on it whenever you want too bad i don't give a fuck about your battle pass right you know what i mean so like they tried they really did but i don't know and you know i don't know if it's just the master chief collection ruined them and they were going downhill when the master chief collection was coming out and then they just got tanked. I think. I mean, honestly, Have hit season two yet? I don't know. I, I really don't. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know if you guys remember how much of a absolute shit show Master Chief Collection was. Like, oh, literally, I yeah. It is great now, but it literally took fucking what four years? A couple years, at least. Couple yeah. two, three years, something like that. Yeah, that's crazy, man. From a first party studio, from one of the biggest tech companies in the world right like in 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 the world bar none the biggest tech company in the u.s
0: maybe Uh, maybe pretty close top five maybe
1: apple's up there yeah but still you get what i'm saying and tesla whatever yeah but like it's just it doesn't make any sense the dots aren't being connected and i just wonder how many restructures how many new leaders something is severely wrong from the bottom up and it has been for iteration after iteration so you know they either change or like I said just put it down so. yeah well somewhere that's not having a lot of difficulties this, this story is for you guys both of you is it Nintendo oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> Can they just have an L once? Can Nintendo do something that is, is is you know, consumer-friendly and lose just once? No, because they don't need to. I know. NintendoLife.com says, Nintendo Switch has been crowned the best-selling console in the U.S. for a fifth year in a row. Quote, as we get closer to the sixth anniversary of the Switch, it seems Nintendo's beloved hybrid system has broken yet another record. According to the latest NPD Group data for 2022, the Switch has officially the best selling console for the fifth year of the row in the US. Sony's PlayStation five was in second place and the series X and S was in third place in terms of revenue. ps five banked the most last year and the overall market is said to have exceeded fifty six point six billion dollars. Jesus, that's actually down a little bit from from twenty twenty one. But in terms of the best selling games of twenty twenty two, we talked about that a few weeks ago, how they had new and old games still in the top selling of the years uh, of the year. So boys what do you think the nintendo switch uh is there any stop to this will it when will everyone own one is there no diminishing returns on hardware like after you have so many out there is there never an incentive for nintendo to make it better i'm just so confused how 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 guys and i know that i'm hot on nintendo but like think about it i guess most, most people genuinely don't give a fuck i think that's part of the problem yeah like most people, don't even notice, and I think I'm just an angry gamer, and that's and, <laughs> and that's very apparent. And if Reggie wasn't at one point a spokesman for Nintendo, I don't know that I would own a Nintendo. Yeah, really. My body, my my body was ready with Reggie, <laughs> and uh, it it may always be begrudgingly. Well, well, let's hear from the opposite side because Dave is, and we give him a lot of shit for it, but Dave does like his Switch and plays a, a good bit more than you and I combined, right? Um, at least. You know, over the last year or so it's a fine console Dave Nintendo switch best-selling console five years running that's a lot probably gonna be six years if we're being honest yeah
2: yeah I mean they the, got a big year coming up and um I I, I am wondering though if it, it really doesn't matter because it's Nintendo and and kids are gonna buy them, parents are gonna buy them everybody in tweens gonna in between is gonna buy them but um Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out um, and I feel like if any title is really going to expose the Switch, uh, it's going to be this one. Um, there were issues with Breath of the Wild when it came out. Um, I assume they found maybe some some ways to be crafty and stuff, but if your game is smaller or not bigger or doesn't feel like um, a better version of what came before, people are going to notice. and. Yeah. Maybe the clever way they kind of figured it out is like maybe we don't make the map larger, but we just do this level thing. And I know they've kind of teased this sky sort of um, theme going on, but it it really doesn't matter because people keep buying these things. Um, But the good thing is, is I mean, the Wii was like that, too, but they still made the Wii U that flopped. But um, credit I'll give to Nintendo is is even when they don't have to, they keep iterating and they keep trying new things. And um, yeah, I like Nintendo. I wish their games would go on sale more often, but that's okay. Um, Cause you know, they keep coming out with quality product. I've never really felt super taking advantage of when it comes to Nintendo, except, you know, the shit they pull with Mario Kart, um and Wait, stuff like that. that? But, like how, like they keep re-releasing Mario Kart. Yeah, eight. And they won't give us a new one. Uh True, but people... they did
1: release a bunch of levels. Bunch but why can't
2: packs. why can't we just have what feels like a
1: new game? I don't know. It's just Yeah. People... I am not disagreeing. I'm just Yeah. Being well, it's
2: it yeah. is what it is, but I'm not trying to play Devil's advocate with Brandon or anything here, but I am really 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 curious to see what um you know, Tears of the Kingdom actually, Tears or Tears of the Kingdom actually plays like, or what they've done to to be creative about the development because there's no way you can squeeze out any more power out of that little thing. And I have a base switch. I don't know is the OLED any more like powerful?
1: Nope. No, they did the they did the base one, they did the battery, uh, the second one with the better battery, and then they did the OLED. And um, the only thing different on the OLED is that the screen is better, right? I mean, the size is different too, a little bit.
2: That'll be fun to see. It runs at a solid 12 frames per second. Yeah.
1: Yeah, seriously. Dave, you are absolutely correct, though. I feel like this year will be the year when things might start to change, unless they've been creative with Breath of the Wild. Because I will not forget, as much as I enjoyed Breath of the Wild, I will not forget how marred that game was with performance issues. Yeah, And that... You know, what was it? I thought it was something real back-ass words. like the docked version ran worse than the handheld version. Am I remembering that correctly? I feel like I remember something about that, but I think they rectified that pretty quickly. The bigger, the, when you asked about can they ever get an L, I mean, I'm sure they still sold a butt ton of them, but like in the last year, year and a half, they had Mario Golf, which a lot of people loved, including myself, but then it wasn't supported well. It was pretty bare bones. Strikers. They had Strikers. Which, which was the same way came and went it no was, it yeah, came and went it was gone aces. they had pokemon uh, they had aces they had the the new pokemon game not arceus but the other one uh that which was widely panned and all three of those are still in the charts yeah i was going to so, say they're still doing great i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't know it's just i want this game to be wonderful but i always have hesitation with these games because i know what they're working with and i think we will get a good idea um like i said this year um i don't know i just don't think they can innovate that much they 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 really don't have room to work unless they've found something super tricky but none of the games that i've seen run on switch make me think otherwise i mean none so yeah the next story is about the last of us and after the first uh, first week of the show that so HBO is doing a show very good, by the way, uh, the games industry biz says that the biggest riser of the week is The Last of Us Part One, which for those who don't know, is the PS5 only version. Well, PS5 only plus PC at, at some point uh, soon here. But The Last of Us Part One, which returns to the charts at number 20 with a two hundred and thirty eight percent spike in sales week over week. The game has been boosted by the new TV series based on the title, which is available to view Etc., etc. Uh, they also said that the PS4 version of the game, The Last of Us Remastered, also re entered the charts at number 32 with a 322% sales spike. So interesting here. I assume this is exactly what they wanted to happen. I mean, obviously, you want to make a, a really good show based on your really good, you know, like some old franchise, but Brandon, The Last of Us, the show has been very good. Yeah. But it's been great. I think the real focal point is could we see like we were very down on the last of us getting a, another remake. I didn't think it was necessary. Right. At all. I still don't know that it was no, but was it wasn't worth it? Yeah. I mean, all in all, I mean, this plays in perfectly. I, I feel like to their, to their business strategy. Um, I understand the way they did what they did now. Um, and it's honestly brilliant. Um, I personally don't think it was worth it for me to reinvest for a better looking game. But I had recently also just played the game in the past year or two. And so I just, you know, I just thought, sure, yeah, I'll get around to it at some point. It looks amazing. Right. Um, But no, I just, you know, the show is very good. I'm glad to see this amazing monumental title be back on the charts um, for any reason. Sure. um, Let alone for an amazing TV show. So You know, it could have been a shitty show and then it still reminded people how much they love the game and bought it. But it just happens that the show is really good, too. So this is the best of both worlds as far as I'm concerned. So, Dave, it's really fascinating to me because I was very down on part one coming out, them remaking it, them spending, you know, Naughty Dog, one of the best developers that PlayStation has, spending all this time developing it. And even I, after the show came out, you know, part of it's just because I'm watching it. Part of it's you know remembering how how much I enjoyed it. But but I'm even like, huh, maybe I should get part one. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I don't know. You haven't seen it yet. You said, um, because you're a scaredy cat. But what do you think about the showing back up on the charts?
2: Just curious, is it? Uh, is the show like a shot-for-shot remake of the events of the game? To be yes honest no. with
1: you there they take some liberties there's some changes and there's some really awesome like story and world building that they do but some of these sequences are almost shot for shot and almost line for line i cheat you not wow some of them are incredibly incredibly close but there are other parts that kind of veer off like the the world doesn't work the same the spores don't work the same you'll see if you watch it but a lot of it is very close. Like I watched one of the scenes in the last episode and then pulled up the scene in the game. The lines were even close. The shots were close. The, the first episode was very remarkably close, but I, I will say that um, the things that they're doing, I think are for the better personally, like what they're, what they're doing and they're able to expand on some of the things that they didn't really want to cover and that they didn't have time to cover in the game. Yeah. they probably also have had years to sit and think on certain things, but uh, yeah. I will say that the things they are changing, um, they may take a different path, but they're still always getting to the same place so far.
2: Yeah. I mean, just focusing on the games, I still would prefer a new game rather than a remake. And, yeah. But I mean, the people who are counting the dollars and, and making the business decisions probably made a smart one here because uh, remastering part one, was probably a
1: very low cost project. Remaking making it. They remade it. Not Remade
2: roll, Yeah. Quotes there. Um, so, and, I mean, look how much it's paid off. Uh, I don't know. I, would they be also making money on licensing out the IP to whoever, per- like Netflix or it's not, isn't it? It's H- HBO. HBO. Yeah. So HBO is probably paying Sony for the show.
1: I would imagine there would be some royalties. Yeah, they had to at least buy the screenplay or whatever, you know, from there, uh buy the rights to make it, but I doubt they paid as much for it as you would think because um they're probably footing the bill for the entire production. Yeah,
2: and I mean that's that's a win-win because right. look, Sony is is has made money off the sale of the 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 use of the IP. Um, and then they're also making money on on this reinvigoration of sales into a game that, frankly, didn't cost much at all for them to produce. Right. Um, and on the flip side, HBO is is getting new subscribers because it's the show that everybody's talking about. So everybody wins. It's it's a great revenue generator and business decision. Uh, I still maybe that's one of the reasons why I haven't jumped at watching the show is because deep down I know why it exists. And I'm, I, I again as a, a gamer, I would much more prefer yeah. uh, a cool new IP or something I hadn't played before that's been slightly updated. So, well, I mean, I'm I'm glad to hear people are enjoying it. I'm going to play it at some point, but uh, yeah, it's it's works good for them.
1: Well, something that we haven't mentioned either is not only is it great because they've recently remade one of their old games that happens to be the same story as the TV show, but. Did we forget the multiplayer? They're literally working on that right now. So they, you know, a sequel would be great. But like, imagine that news. Like, how good will they be set up? You know, they have Last of Us 1 re- remastered, remake, whatever the fuck it is. It's selling like hotcakes now that the show's coming out. How much you want to bet later this year? We learn more about the multiplayer. Yeah. Think about that. You know, the heat... Of the show, ramping things up, and then a multiplayer sp- experience to boot. I don't know. It could be cool. The combat's pretty interesting in the second one. Um, it's difficult, um, but it's pretty interesting. I think it could be cool. Yeah, and I'm really interested to see what this game does on when it comes out on PC. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna well, do dude, crazy be- numbers in my opinion. Some of the stills from the remaster even are like. And I mean, obviously, The Last of Us 2, it's breathtaking. But like, yeah, imagining it on, you know, Ultra. Yeah. Or ray tracing or something like it's crazy, dude. Yeah. I think it comes out the week the show, the first season of the show ends. Oh, really? Maybe I'm wrong on that. I could be totally wrong on that. But
2: does the multiplayer have a release date?
1: No. No, No. they've they've like, they showed like a concept art of some sort of it, of like people on roofs and then they made an announcement about it. I think that's all we've heard. My guess, and this is strictly a guess, is that they were working on it. They probably thought, oh, this this could be new, use some refining. We'll wait to release it. They were going to release it with part two. It's called Factions, or at least that's what it was called in the past. And then things really got going with the HBO production. You know, they, they either signed a deal or whatever, and they thought, you know what? We should just make this a, into a bigger, better, different game uh that's still multiplayer and release it you know around the hype of the show whatever timing line that ends up being but that'd be my guess that'd be you know that might just be me not really understanding how timelines work but no i mean it sounds right seriously i would not be surprised if we learn more this year yeah so it's that time to talk about what we've been playing brandon why don't you go first well i don't have too much this week Um, truth be told i've really just been rocking and stoning yeah um for carl for carl um god damn i the listeners are probably tired of hearing about this game although i don't it doesn't really matter i want to talk about it um this game is awesome. yeah screw you listeners like i don't know i started over i I played over a thousand hours on my PS five last year and it was in my top five. So I played hundreds of hours of rock and stone last year on my PlayStation. And it's been so good that I was willing to not only get rid of my cosmetics that I paid for one of the only games I've ever played. I think let two or three games. I, I, I bought cosmetics and I bought cosmetics on PlayStation to support this game and I'm starting over and I love it. Just the same. This game is awesome. The battle pass is good. Um, the new events they've added is good. Some of the little changes they've made since I've been away are really good. And I have not even scratched the surface of the end game content. Yeah. I didn't have anyone to play with. I really wanted it to be with my friends because it's more difficult. Um, but man, this game is just so good. The Battle Pass adds so much value at literally no cost other than the game. And it's just the perfect perfect mixture of... I need to be mentally just active enough and not active enough at the same time. It's like just perfect call of duty. I usually have to tap in. This is like somewhere in between and it's like such a good combo. The music's great. It looks amazing. It runs amazing on my PC and it's on game pass. I. It's just a win, win, win. And uh, yeah, this game, I think I'm just going to keep coming back to it. Even if other shit comes out, I just really enjoy this game. Yeah. And I, I, can echo all that uh, for the most part. I've been playing a lot with Brandon, and it's great. Dave thinks it's great, too. You should really play Deep Rock Galactic, people. Yeah, check it out. Seriously, because I, I'm i not saying nobody knows about it, because obviously it was free on PlayStation. So Yeah, there's I'm a sure huge community. Pe- people know about it. The subreddit is super active, but like, if you're interested at all in a first-person shooter where you mine and you kill bugs... And you can rock and stone with your friends. It's just, it's so fun. It is so fun. I think there can be somebody for almost, something for almost everybody. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to break in here real quick. No, no, that was literally it. Well, I'm going to break into the this section real quick and say that Ryan McCaffrey, McCaffrey just posted uh, an article that I believe he wrote. Uh, no, Logan Plan, but it's from IGN. Uh, basically saying that Halo Infinite 343's statement runs against deep cuts into Halo development team. Basically, I just kind of skimmed it here, but the article is saying that even though Pierre said that they were going to keep working on it, there's a bunch of people who have been laid off who are, like, giving information to, and of course, you gotta take things that people who are laid off say with a grain of salt because they're not there anymore, whatever. Basically saying that 343 is probably just going to be a publishing team uh, at this point, and that uh ign has learned that significant cuts have been made to 343's halo development team one former 343 employee impacted by the layoffs estimated about a quarter of their staff was impacted they also learned that 30 people were let go from the art department alone um yeah it's their fault at least one senior level source (laughs) with knowledge of 343's workings has claimed ign that they've been reduced to a publishing team um So basically a lot of people that are still there and who aren't still there are saying that they don't think they're going to be able to actually still work on development. It's just a press statement. What is? They're just fluffing it up for the press saying that everything's going to be fine with 343 when the reality is much more grim. Seemingly, yes. At least that's what it seems. Right. But they said looking through LinkedIn profiles of other laid off employees reveals hits to folks working on, the engine, presentation, VFX, gameplay, game design, and more essential departments. So who knows what will actually happen, but the it's if this reporting is to be believed, and they have no reason not to believe it, then the internal vibe at 343 is that, you know, they're maybe not going to be working on Halo the same way they've been working on it. So They've been working on it? Uh, <laughs> yes. I assume they've been working on it. I'm working on it. Uh, I'm working on it. No, that's uh, that's honestly about it for me. So, I only have one thing to add to yours. um, Besides Deep Rock Galactic, I've also been playing a game for Embargo, which we'll talk about next week. Um, But the other thing, after you talked about Superliminal last week, on I think it was on Tuesday. Dude, that shit is. I finished that actually. Yeah, that I didn't mention that last week. I finished that. Yeah, yeah. I hopped in and beat it. um, It's that same night actually, and so sweet. Yeah, yeah, really great. Um, I played just a very brief amount of it back when it first came out when we reviewed it i didn't review it i think dave did but um hopped in and played it finished it that night and yeah it's great it's very if you like the vibe of halo it's very or not halo my god (laughs) of portal it's very much like portal in the sense that like you know the the environment's talking to you you're trapped in a lab that kind of thing um but obviously the main gameplay element is different you're not doing portals you're I don't really know what you're doing. You're like making things in the shapes and yeah. yeah. do you guys know the backrooms? The back rooms? Yeah. The back rooms, if I say that. Do you know what that is?
2: It sounds familiar. It's been a I played it years ago, but it sounds familiar.
1: Okay. So yeah, the backrooms is just like this concept of like super recognizable oh, yeah. like images that yeah. are very vague that like right. potentially spark something in your mind that you might recognize. Super liminal is like Portal backrooms, yeah, like literally, like like the empty. If you know what backrooms is, search it on Google, Reddit, whatever. It's exactly that. So yeah. it's it's so cool, and the art is beautiful. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah. I, I, I I just had to say that because I thought that when I was playing it last week, and I really wanted to mention because it, it it is literally like yeah, like I could see some of the shots in like Reddit uh, backrooms. Yeah,
2: so. Dave, you're up. Uh, <laughs> It's that kind of week. Unfortunately, uh, not much new to add. Um, I finished up Cyberpunk. Uh, nice. I, I kind of gave my postmortem on that last week, and nothing much has changed. I got the Nomads ending. Um, I don't oh, really? That will only mean something to people who've. Um, if if you know who the uh, the uh, the primary spokesperson for the Nomad, you probably understand why I got that. <laughs>
1: yeah
2: anyways um yeah enjoyed it um i if, if you're looking for um an rpg um that's fun and cool then cyberpunk <laughs> is a recommendation how how about cool. a, how about that as a review um <laughs> other than that i've just i've i've been playing the same game that ben just alluded to there that we're gonna chat about next week i'm excited to talk about that and then um NHL been playing quite a bit of that. It's mm. got it's so I actually started uh, buying hockey cards and I think it's partially because of that game. Yeah. Um, I know dead friend of the show. Phil is been in a hockey card. So he's been helping me out with that. But uh, nice. yeah, I it's, it's got its teeth in me. I don't know what I like more about that game. Actually the part where you're playing hockey or the part where you're like collecting cards and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they've, they've really found a, a good way to uh, monetize the game because I, I understand why people spend as much money in, in these kind of games as they do.
1: Wait, have you been uh, buying in game cards or IRL cards? IRL. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I used to, it's... I used to play a, Or you? I used to buy a lot of hockey cards
2: too. Oh, it's so much fun. Just yeah. open them up and see what you get. Um, I r- jump back into ghost of Tsushima to continue oh. to slowly plug away at my platinum run. Um, I fucking love that
1: game. It's so good. And it's such a good platinum too. I'm excited you're getting that, Dave. It's
2: it's it's a. I I think I have, uh, this run. I'm like 15 hours in, and I'm not off the first island. So what I'm doing is, like, I'm progressing a story to the point where you move to the next section of the island, and then stopping, right? And smart. map clearing, smart. Uh, which is fighting. fun. It's I'm finding a lot of stuff that I I missed in my first playthrough. I found like this longbow that I I didn't get and I, I'm assuming it's got to be the best longbow in the game um, but the only problem is is I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be ridiculously overpowered for the rest of the game yeah um, so I'm running cool. out of things to upgrade uh, but that's okay because it's you 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 play like a badass samurai um so yeah I mean that's pretty much it um I'm I'm kind of not jumping in anything new until um, Hogwarts comes out um hoping that the reviews are, are good on that and it's looking like they will be um but yeah just kind of sticking with the comfort stuff just
1: like you guys for now nice cool all right that's it yeah my voice is gone now for some reason yeah dude that's all she wrote that it that, that has to be
2: can i just ask one question real quick no uh brandon uh, did you say back ass words He did yeah dude back ass, did, ass words you said that intentional. i've never heard that before that's yeah, brilliant
1: that's yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. You could use that one too, Inside Baseball and that. Thanks, man. Sometimes you say things wrong intentionally enough times that you can't remember the right way to say them. And when he said it, something in my brain knew it was wrong, but I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing is that like, do I intentionally say things wrong sometimes for funsies? Of course. Yeah. But my brain is also fucked up in a kind of way I can't explain. Yeah. Um, and sometimes things... I just say and I think I'm saying it the right way right. that I actually meant to do but yeah yeah exactly bless like bepis bepis Naya for so long it was just a you know fun a funny thing and now it's like that's its name to yeah, me it's Beppis. yeah alright we'll Beppes you later goodbye the HP podcast is brought to you by our Patrons over at patreon.com/slash phantom Thanks to our producers, Grabalicious, Christian Snow, Rainick, Chris bylock Derek O, Nuke Dukem, Brian Perrot, Htrons, Maurice Bays, Passive Pixels Edwin Castillo, Boots, Poot, Jared, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Charles Peterson, Toby Ryland, Wormhats.